friends, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Fort Worth Roots. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, wherever you stream your podcast from. Just look for Fort Worth Roots. Social media, Fort Worth Roots on Facebook, Instagram, all the stuff. My career's over. What do you think you want to do? I'm going to sell really long wieners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Come to think of it, it might have been three feet long. It was ridiculous. Lord, Whatever yeah. it was, it was huge. In this day and age, two feet hardly even sounds impressive. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Right. Stuff. Everything about our sponsors and the events that we've got coming up will be in the show notes. Real quick, I will tell you that this episode is sponsored by Woodpost Metalworks. If you need anything, steel fabrication, light steel fabrication, plasma cutter, fence work, any of that. These are your people here locally to get that done. It's woodpostmetalworks.com. And if you'll go there at checkout, type in podcast817 and you'll receive 10% off. And this is the last week that I get to talk about our big event that I've been talking about for months. This is the first time we've gone out and done a show this big. We're doing it for you, the listener, as a a way to say thank you. There's going to be a lot of cool stuff going on. I will tell you more at the end of this episode and uh, in the show notes. It's going to be September 10th. That's a Saturday out at Pouring Glow. Lori from 1 to 6 p.m. and it's free to the public. Come hang out with us. Our guest today is an incredible local artist that, uh, well, a lot of people have been asking me to have this gentleman on. Uh, not only is he a great artist, but he's very intertwined with our local community. He's, you can find him at all the big events, uh, vendor markets. He was even at the Amplify 817 Day. It's really cool walking into a place and you already know some of the people that are there. Makes you feel like you know people. Anyway, this was one of them. You can go to Jack Doff Folk Art etsy.com or just go to your google browser and type that in jack daw folk art uh and it'll pull right up i will have the link in the show notes you can click on that it'll take you over there what you what you're going to find here is some incredible art that our friend has done by carving out on a template of linoleum yeah like the stuff on your floor but it's different and our our guest explains uh, that it's different and that you you can actually buy things on the internet now because it's 2022 Cheers to that. And if you don't get a chance to watch the YouTube version of this episode, which you can do by going to YouTube and typing in Fort Worth Roots and it'll pull up and you can uh, click on this week's episode, at least go to that website and check out this man's art. I promise you, if you don't buy anything, you'll at least be very entertained. He's got some in- or very original stuff here. Again, that's Jack Daw Folk Art and the link will be in the descriptions. All right, that's enough out of me. Thank y'all for being here and give it up for my new friend, Jack Daw. Let's start the show. Jack Daw, everybody. The extraordinary man that had made the uh, ranch-style bean. What do you want to call this thing? Uh, That's just my Texas Warhol ripoff. It's a masterpiece is what it is. can of beans. (laughs) It's got that real Western flavor. Please your husband. Jack, thanks for doing this with me, man. So uh, right off the bat, what do you... How is your art classified? Because what you're working on is, is that wood or just leather? It's linoleum. Linoleum, Which okay. everybody thinks of as like flooring, but right. it's... Right. Uh, Immediately, that's what I thought of. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's what I thought of the first time I heard of it. <laughs> but it's, it's kind of a rubbery, it's made with linseed, so it's linoleum. So do you pick your uh, canvas up at the flooring store? No. Totally different I get it linoleum. The, I get it on the internet. Okay. It's 2022. Right. Now, you just came back from uh, from Mexico. 
Si, senor. What were those shenanigans about? It was it was incredible. Did there you go was, down there for any reason or just vacation? Uh, well, I figured they would have more tacos than we do. <laughs> and however many tacos you think Mexico has, they have so many more tacos than that. Everything is tacos. Yeah. It's fabulous. When my, uh, my first and last trip, only trip, to uh, Mexico, the, the menu was a lot different than I would have thought. Like, there's no Tex-Mex there. It's, like, real, yeah, really good delicacies down I, there. I, I don't think I ever stumbled across rice or beans, which yeah. I thought was weird. Yeah. I went to one restaurant, and they gave me, like, the tiniest bit of, like, refried black beans. Yeah. But, uh... As close as you got to home, huh? Yeah. <laughs> did, uh, did you go down there for any specific reason? We've been trying to go down there for three years. We had, we had it all booked uh, right before the pandemic. Got off-ramped so. by dang old COVID. <laughs> but yeah, we just wanted to go. Yeah. Love. What part of Mexico were you in? In Mexico City. Okay. So just the massive Mexico City. Yeah. Walking and, uh, six miles a day. Trains, buses, Ubers. Did y'all do the resort thing, or no? We stayed in a little Airbnb, Airbnb yeah. which was like it was basically an apartment complex. Okay, and uh, got bitched at in Spanish for smoking cigarettes. <laughs> nice. Is that not okay? I guess? Not, not in this apartment <laughs> complex. Right. Mexico is uh, much cleaner and safer than anyone would ever imagine. Mexico City is. I feel like it's the safest place I've ever been to in my life. Really? And clean. Every morning we wake up and we go down the street to get coffee and there would be four people sweeping the sidewalks, like each side of the sidewalk for each block, four people cleaning it. It's like, I don't know if it's just a government program, but they hmm. keep that place clean. You know, you hear crazy stories and... Um yeah, I heard lots of them. Yeah. Everybody's scared of Mexico City. Well, in Mexico in general, right? Yeah. And then, like, when I went down there, I, you know, I kind of had that in the back of my mind that, you know, this isn't home and you need to kind of pay attention to your surroundings. Right. But I was trying to keep a lid on it. Right. And not make it a big deal <laughs> so that the uh, the girlfriend could enjoy the trip without any kind of fear. Right. And uh, they told us, uh, leaving the airport, that the, the window shades didn't need to stay closed, Right. For whatever reason, I didn't ask questions. <laughs> and as we're traveling to the resort, here comes the policia with a cruiser weapon mounted uh, very tackily on oh, the back yeah. of like a Toyota. Yeah. Right? In a pickup. And I saw it, and I made sure that I redirected the girlfriend's attention so that she <laughs> didn't see, see her. So, um, you know, there, there were a few things that I noticed that were a little outside of typical. Yeah. But once you cross the gate into the resort, you're in paradise. It was absolute right. paradise. So um, I, I wonder about that, if there are certain areas that you don't go to. And in my mind, Mexico City would have been one of those, but you're telling me it's quite the opposite. We, were, we went to the bad parts, the parts people were like, don't go here. Like mm -hmm. all the tourist guides, like, don't go here. We went there at night and took the train. No, no problem at all. They're, they must have like a walk softly and carry a big stick motto because there are one billion cops, yeah. all with machine guns, all very visible, and they're also the nicest people. You walk by and they're like, when is this? Wow. I'm like, hi, machine gun guy. When is this? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think there's any crime in Mexico City. Wow. Right? Okay. All right. Good to know. I've got a, uh, my brother's down there right now somewhere in the Yucatan. I, I can't remember the name of the city. I but wouldn't vouch for the Yucatan. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Um, the yeah, lions are out for blood. 
<laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But he's setting up an Airbnb down there, and I'm trying to talk uh, the guys over at the Funky Panther into going on a trip with me down there. Nice. Once I'm sure it's it all great. Yeah. Up. Yeah. yeah. I was worried about Mexico City until we got there. Yeah. It's just like you hear stories. So I'm sure Yucatan's probably the same thing. So, Juarez, I would still maybe steer clear of. That one. Right. That's the real bad real. one, right? That's the right. one that's always in the news. <laughs> yeah. Juarez. That's, that's a border town. Cartel's got that one. Isn't that a border town? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right across from El Paso. Yeah. I think uh, back in the early 90s, that was the party spot, though. People would just walk over, have a good time, and yeah. then go back to Texas the next uh, morning or later that evening. Pre-9-11 and before so much of the cartels. Yeah. Well, it got worse, right? Because the cartels got split up. There used to be three major ones, and now they've been disbanded, and there's like 11 or 12 little ones now. It's yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Something it's, like that. It's incredible. It's gotten hot. It's surreal. <laughs> <laughs> but we get we get inundated with a lot of television that uh has us pretty much convinced that you know, it's a war down there. It makes for exciting television. Yeah, yeah. So you don't, you don't want to see uh people sweep sweeping the street in the morning, like, <laughs> Nobody's buying tickets to that. that. <laughs> so what gets you into uh the the art that you've chosen now? Uh, I kind of stumbled across it. Uh, I was taking some community college classes, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of hitting up all the art classes. And there was a printmaking class which covered what I do, the linoleum cuts, and then also like screen printing and copper plate etching. But I just fell in love with this particular medium. Yeah. And had you been dabbling in art before that? Yeah, I've 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 always done some kind of you know bullshitty art all my life <laughs> and this <laughs> you get these ideas and you draw them or paint them or do whatever with them yeah but uh this one this one uh i don't know stuck with me your ranch style beans now this is this is all hand carved every every bit of it yep and then paint it over after you've finished your carving yeah so you carve it out and it's a flat plate and so then you can ink up the plate rolling ink onto it and then press it into paper and if you think of it like a giant rubber stamp kind of okay and so okay. it just presses the ink on the paper and it okay so the makes the, the image the portion that you're carving out is more or less a stamp and then the prints that you're selling at your shows are those on are, paper yeah those okay. are those are prints of the the plate that i've carved okay and uh you just recently did something for uh, the city of North Richland Hills, or was it Keller? Yeah, North Richland Hills. Yeah. That's that's where I actually live. Okay. I, I hate to admit it, because I'm such a Fort Worth boy. Uh, that's all but, right. Uh, it's all love. <laughs> but uh, the head of their art department is Sarah Green. She's a, She's been around the art scene in Fort Worth forever. And uh, they were doing uh, some sort of billboard yeah. thing, showing off some, some artists that actually live in North Richland Hills. And I think there's four of us. <laughs> so you were a shoe-in. Yeah. Like well, you're doing got four? you on a it was billboard. Only four of us, yeah. So I got a billboard, so that was nice. Is it still up? I think it goes till the end of August. Is it, it digital or is it is all it you? Digital, okay. No, it's a digital billboard. There's, I think there's two of them that run it, and my mom actually sat in front of it and like timed it, and she gave me the statistics I don't quite recall, but I think it was like there's 90-something different ads, uh-huh. and mine shows up every 13 minutes for about a second. <laughs> gotta so, start somewhere <laughs> i've driven past it probably a hundred times since it's gone up i think i've seen it twice okay and i'm <laughs> looking for it yeah. <laughs> yeah have you taken your picture in front of it yet i did take a picture of it okay but yeah i, I wasn't quick enough to get down, two we gotta pictures. get you maybe on a cooler day <laughs> right you know, now that we're coming out of the triple digits we'll just get you to stand there awkwardly for snap it foul you, i you will gotta smile be on it. for 
Yeah, 13 <laughs> minutes straight so you can get that picture. Yeah, we'll just have you stand in there, and then whenever we say, Jack, you got to just hit the pose, and we'll take the picture. And if anybody screws up, then we got to wait another 90 minutes. That's how it goes. <laughs> Free billboard. What are you going to do? Give us so what, what, what were they trying to accomplish with that? Is it just a... Uh, hey, look at us. We've got awesome yeah, artists. They, uh, I, know, I know Sarah Green tries really hard to get some of the city budget towards art. And mm-hmm. I think Northerton Hills isn't maybe super interested. Mm. But they give her a little bit to play with. So it was, she, she was uh, showing off some, some Northerton Hills artists have on you, a billboard. Have you done with anything with the organizations here in Fort Worth? Um, probably. My memory's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I feel done, like done a the lot answer of is yes, <laughs> but I couldn't think of any of them right now. I know I was, because uh, I've been following you for a long time, just because your, your art is uh, it's unique, and it's awesome. And so I've been following you on Facebook, I think, or Instagram, one of the two, maybe both. And I'm walking into the new Lola's, and I'm just checking everything out, because we've all been waiting, right? Right. And I've, now the doors are open, and I can go in, and I'm looking around, and... Um, we walk into the the outside bar special bar yeah special bar <laughs> and as soon as we walk in my eyes hit uh, a jack dawn i go hey that's jack dawes and she's like yeah it is like how did you know that <laughs> why do you like, know i know people I know whatever stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah i gotta say when i first went into the new lola's i was because that same piece was hanging at the old lola's oh was it really yeah. okay so i went in the new one and i'm looking at all the decorations and it's like everything's pretty much the same just a new building and i'm they, looking around yeah. i'm like not everything's the same. <laughs> my picture's missing. So I was a little pissed off. And then about an hour later, I made it into the, the little special bar. Yeah. I was like, oh, there he is. There it is. We're yeah. cool. We're cool. Well, they, uh, the, it, it's definitely a lot brighter and cleaner and opener and yeah, it, brighter and cheerier. I, I feel like it's, it's, it's I'm not going to say one bad thing about the new Lola's. I love it. It's, it's just not, it's not the same. I have history what I'm trying to with say. the old Lola's. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of years in the old Lola's, and they, but it is as much the same as it could possibly be, yeah. and then it's going to kick ass. With, with the new uh, location. But they did. They tried to take as much of the old Lola's as they could and, and uh, kind of integrate it into this new pretty structure. But yeah, Have you caught a show out there yet? Uh, I have. Um, Who'd you see? Well, actually, I, I've only seen some of the daytime shows, I think, that are out on the, the big stage, and I can't think of who they were Jack your memory is really bad it's, it's real bad <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw Austin Mead with a friend and uh, that was an incredible performance and it's a great stage it's yeah. uh, plenty of room I, I like don't know how many people it takes to pack that yeah that's a little strange but it works I don't I'm, know I'm sure there's a reason for it that I well, haven't I, asked you about you can get a hundred people down there in front of the stage I think probably they'd be kind of right. it'd be uncomfortable I think at a hundred <laughs> but you could get quite a few people down there and you'd still have you know, the left, right, and in front of that little pit, and people still have a great view. I guess that know? makes yeah, it's like mini Billy Bob's pit style yeah. or something. Yeah. And Billy Bob's got a facelift, too, just recently. That's what I heard. They, uh, they got one in there. dumb pillars out of yeah, the way. Opened it up, so good things are happening. Every time I find a spot to stand in at Billy Bob's, I look up, and there's the pillar. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. why nobody's That's standing why here. it was open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got on the horizon, man? Are you working on any big projects right now? Um, there I have yeah a million uh, things going. Uh, I usually do. It, <laughs> I've got some commission stuff. I was actually working on a couple today, and I've got some shows coming up. Some out of town shows. Uh, yeah. A hundred 
prints of my own that I'd like to make if mm-hmm. I find time. Yeah. I have a print workshop coming up on gallery night or gallery afternoon, as I'm calling it, because my portion is from 2 to 4 in the when afternoon. When is gallery night? It is September 10th. Son of a bitch. Yeah. Fall gallery night. All your favorite art dealers. I am now passing to Uh-oh. Jack Daw a flyer for the 100th episode, and he'll notice here in just a moment that the date is September the 10th. I'm guessing that's what the date was going to be. <laughs> so uh, this is the reason that I went and spoke with... Um, Who goes to art shows anyway? Don't worry about it. Rebecca Lau. It's not Rebecca Lowe like it's spelled. Oh, it's I never Lau. knew that. Yeah. She, uh, she, she told me. <laughs> there you go. Because I, I think I'd called her Rebecca Lowe two or three times in a row, and she's like, "Now it's Lau," because we were doing a video. That's fair. It's a yeah, fair mistake. It, it, well, and that's spelling. She wasn't being tacky about it. She just wanted to make sure I got it right, so oh, I didn't look yeah. like a fool. Yeah. <laughs> but she's gonna. So I found out that that she had an event going on September 10th. I had no idea it was a full city thing that's it's, going on. It's everywhere. Yeah. So uh, I told her, I said, you know, if you'll help me uh, cross-promote this, then I'll tell people that once they get done with my thing, because this ends at 6. Oh, okay. Well, and you, then I, you're and, safe. You're and, safe. And most then after of, that, they can yeah. all go to uh I think most of gallery night is 6, 7, and after. Yeah. Or her starts at noon and goes oh. until uh, 9 o'clock. Okay. Which, so she'll she'll have some... She'll have a lot of uh, time to catch some of the uh, bleed off from this event, provided people still have gas in their tank afterwards. <laughs> so, um, where are you going to be at? Um, somewhere on Camp Bowie, uh, at a place that I forgot the name of. <laughs> I, I usually have it written down somewhere, but yeah. at, uh, at this at this time, that's, I don't. That's even okay. Have it I tell you what, somewhere. if uh, I figured I could call somebody before the before the day, <laughs> where the hell am I? Yeah. Going? Well, if you uh, if you stumble upon where you're going to be before then, <laughs> let me know and I'll tell people where to find Jack Daw. I have. I should have brought my. I have a book that I keep all of my uh, brain cells in. Yeah, like, just written down. Somebody else borrowed it. I just left it at home. Yeah. <laughs> I should have realized I can't answer a single question without it. Yeah, I, I was having a rough day yesterday. I was sitting here with uh, Chad uh, Butler. I call him Chad Funky. It's the dude from uh, Chad Funk. Fort Worth, uh, excuse me, Funky Panther podcast. And I, I just couldn't, like just now, I got the name of the podcast wrong. I was doing that yesterday. <laughs> I couldn't get shit right. So That's how it goes. Let's... Uh, See what else we got going on here on your website. All right, so I've got. Oh, I think Nolan Ryan. Maybe we should. Okay, I've got that. Jack Dawes uh, Etsy account here. You can go to Etsy. Help me out here. Etsy forward slash shop slash Jack Daw. Yeah, it's Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Jack Daw Folk Art, or probably just like Google search Etsy Jack Daw Folk Art. There you go. So what I'm pulling up now is a print of Nolan Ryan Beef Franks. I had a good time with this one. <laughs> I was a, so I have an image of, for those of you not watching on the YouTube, I have an image of Nolan Ryan. There's the iconic picture of him beating Robin Ventura in the face. And uh, I always wanted to make my version of that picture. And then I was at Kroger one day buying hot dogs. Nolan Ryan hot dogs, of course, obviously. Yeah. Loyal. And I was like, holy shit. Maybe Nolan Ryan's just going to shove a hot dog in his mouth. <laughs> so Now, what was the story with this encounter? Because I know this really happened. Uh, I think Nolan was maybe uh, pitching a little close to Robin, making him uncomfortable on the plate. And he finally got pissed off. And he, he charged him. And 
I've never been hit in the face by a guy who can throw a 100-mile-an-hour fastball, but probably a terrible idea to run straight into that. <sighs> Nolan Ryan is uh, kind of a local hero, and he had... I think it was a two-foot-long hot dog that you could get at the old... <laughs> you were going to say something else. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think I was going to say, Jay? I mean, he's a legend. <laughs> right, right, yeah. He's like the Paul Bunyan, but uh, in different ways. Um, but yeah, you, at the old ballpark, I think they had like a two-foot-long Nolan Ryan hot dog. Wow. And it was uh, right right as you were walking in uh, one of those breezeways to get to like row two or something, or level two. And uh, I think I got it one time, and it was actually really incredible. But I just thought that was the weirdest thing. Like, <laughs> okay, Nolan, you're in your twilight years. Uh, career's over. What do you think you want to do? I'm going to sell really long wieners. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. Come to think of it, it might have been three feet long. It was ridiculous. Lord, Whatever yeah. it was, it was huge. In this day and age, two feet hardly even sounds impressive. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Right. Stuff. Well, I will say, after I made this picture, I decided to celebrate by taking my kiddo to the ballpark on Dollar Dog Night. Was this the uh, the old park? No, or? no. This is just like, uh, I don't know, last year, I okay. guess. Okay, so the new one. So the new one. Yeah, the brand new one. I haven't been there I, I went to the, the uh, okay, I'm like three ballparks behind at this point. So every I don't catch Rangers games that much. Mm -hmm. And it seems like every time I go to a Rangers game, I go to the wrong place. And it's like, no, this is like a high school field now. It's over there. <laughs> so, we but we finally found the new, new ballpark. And we got the dollar dogs, and I got to say, it's the worst fucking hot dog I've ever had in my life. <laughs> well, you get what you pay for, right, Jack? <laughs> they're, they're a dollar. I don't think they were using Nolan Ryan hot dogs. I bet you they weren't. Were they supposed to be? It was, was, that part it of was the, advertised as Nolan Ryan dollar dog night. Oh, those Franks are good. I don't know. Mm, very disappointing. So you just made this one recently. And uh, it was just a spur-of-the-moment idea you had. Nothing special going on. Yeah, just, you know, I, I, get, uh, get, I get these ideas. And yeah. I, I jot them down. Is that where the uh, ranch-style beans came from? I was watching. I started the first episode of the Andy Warhol doc, uh -huh. and I don't even know if it even covered the, you know, his famous Campbell's <laughs> soup cans, but it just made me think about them, and I was like, what a stupid thing. They just made a stupid, <laughs> like, I guess it, at the time... It was clever, so I decided to make a Texas can. It's equally stupid. It's God bless you for doing it. <laughs> now here's one that we definitely had to click on. This is uh, labeled Heavenly Host, and you folks can find this on his Etsy account. I've got a, uh, uh, a non-traditional Jesus in front of Old South Pancake House, and it looks like he's... What what do they call those Dutch babies? The is Dutch he babies. is he holding the Dutch oh, babies? He's got the Dutch babies. <laughs> they are they are. The heavenly. lemon was a dead giveaway. Yeah, there you go. You got to squirt that that holy lemon on there. <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have a trilogy of of Jesus at the twenty four hour eateries. Uh, I don't know in some weird celebration of all the times you get drunk and go eat at three a.m. And yeah. so some of my favorite uh, Old South is among my favorite uh, three a.m. spots. Oh yeah, no, it's a classic. Um, Probably a dozen times a year, I end up at that place. But it's usually, always a mistake. But is it, it always? I don't know. Put just enough time in between them. I don't know. Like I'll, I'll eat it at three in the morning, and then by seven in the morning, I wake up with just like stomach acid pouring oh, no. out of my mouth. I love Old South. <laughs> I almost never get the pancakes. They're they're pretty good. The pancakes are pretty good. I've literally never had anything but the Dutch babies. Really. That might be what's going on with your guts, dude. I don't <laughs> it's know. It's all Dutch baby in there. And then here's a, a 
almost the same Jesus uh, in front of the, the uh, 24-hour Whataburger. Yeah, this was the first of the Jesus Late Night Dining <laughs> trilogy. And this one was c- kind of my wife's idea. My wife almost invented the whole Whataburger as art genre. Because I'm positive that this picture is the first Whataburger joke art that was ever made. But she's like, you should do a Whataburger piece. And I'm like, how, what does that even mean? How do you do a Whataburger piece? And I was like, oh, I'll just throw Jesus in front of it. Well, you did it right, man. Because you, <laughs> you got the you uh, the traditional Whataburger A-frame building in the back. and Classic. Just They're fucking up, not making those A-frames. Well, they're, uh, Chicago. they're doing a lot of things that make it not Whataburger anymore. And it's really, it's the most disturbing thing I've ever seen in my life because... I'm just waiting for them to get rid of the orange. Like, eh, no more orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that could be it. But the food's not as good. The bread's not the same. It's just, it's an absolute tragedy. And now you can't order on the phone. Because I, I drive a truck for my full-time job. And I would always call them, tell them, oh, hey, this is what I right. want. And then they, they'd have it ready. Now you got to use some stupid-ass app. I, got I tried the it app? one time. They got the order wrong. I said never again. Forget this. So. Yeah, I got the app uh, mostly because I wanted a little Waterburger symbol on my on my home screen. Yeah, uh, I tried to use it and it won't let me log in, so I've never used it. Yeah, but I have a really cool Waterburger logo on my phone. You know, they were trying to keep up with the trends and rush the product, I guess. Because Chicago, it, it's a shit ass app. Chicago's <laughs> got these ideas. <laughs> And then this is the, the third in the series? Was this Where did this place? Was this the second one or the third? This was the second one, and then Old South was the final. But yeah, this Jesus one is at Waffle House. labeled Last Supper, and it can be yours for $25, folks. And this is a cool-ass print. I had a lot of fun with this one. Yeah, I'm glad you did. You hit all the staples. You got Waffle <laughs> House, Whataburger, and Old South. Yeah, those are my, those are my three go-tos. Those are your go-tos? Um, I'm a big breakfast guy. I like breakfast. Same. So I sun- like sweet wet bread. Sweet wet bread. Okay. <laughs> Which is what most of my breakfasts are. <laughs> big French toast guy. Uh, I'm I'm very fine with it. <laughs> so my, it's uh, not my top my go to for Fort Worth eateries in the morning used to be Lucille's. They put on a bomb ass breakfast. Their uh, eggs Benedict was the thing that I kept going back for. Until I found Snooze. Oh, really? You've been to Snooze? I have not been to Dude. either of those places. Okay, so I can't vouch for Lucille's anymore because I haven't been in probably a year. I went there one morning and they didn't open until 10 o'clock and I went, It's <laughs> a weird time. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Uh, don't quote me on that. I think it was 10 o'clock. But whatever time it was that they were opening, I was like, I'm not going to wait. I mean, this is breakfast. Yeah. So it's their fault. And I found Snooze and it's amazing. And it's not a local. They blew it. It's not a local place, which hurts my heart. I yeah. like to like to keep Fort Worth dollars in Fort Worth pockets, but but you like good food. <laughs> I gotta eat. So, but yeah, man, if you haven't checked out Snooze, you know where it's at, don't you? I have no idea. Is uh, it on the west side? Yeah, you know. Okay, seven, seven I'm way over on the east side, so I don't get out to the this side too much. Well, if you ever got something going on on uh, the West Seventh area on okay. a Saturday or a Sunday or hell even a weekday, there is it literally in West Seventh. Yeah, it's uh, you know all that new shit they got like. Um, Body Machine Fitness, that new gym, and uh, Crumble Cookies. and Oh, I have no idea. There's well, I, a I, I burger went to place. Fred's and Lola's, and once they were both gone, I was like, I never have to come here again. I know, I know. And we're losing Magnolia Motor Lounge, too. Yeah. But are they opening somewhere else? They're, I know they're moving, I think, to the west side maybe as well. 
yeah. or further I west. hope so because yeah, that, that I, was the only one that was that was closing down that didn't say that they were going to reopen. I'm pretty sure they are, but yeah, and that, and that was a place that I love, but like couldn't yeah. go there for a weekend show. If they had a show on a Wednesday, I could go, but like I'm not going to fight Varsity to no get to Magnolia Motor Lounge. Yeah, it it turned into something awful. Um, but it, and it happened so fast too because I remember taking uh, a walk with Google Earth like down the street like I'm dragging my finger across the screen and I'm going down the street and there's nothing but these old like one level warehouses like tiny little like garages and things like that and then so that was like 2011 and then as soon as you cross Foch Street or whatever Foch Foch as soon as you cross that street it just everything changes and it was all of a sudden now it's 2016 and there's all these apartments and buildings and tall stuff like, and then if you would if you turned around on the screen view and looked back all those warehouses were gone oh, so trippy. somewhere between 2011 and 2016 all of that got revamped yeah and uh so it it happened overnight and it was really cool as shit for i don't know about five years yeah there were Cause like uh, did Varsity ruin it? It was Varsity, wasn't it? I mean, it? yeah, they're, they're like the <laughs> flagship of ruining it. So yeah, a lot of smaller ruiners, but yeah, I think they're um, the, the it, big dog. It it's still it's still fun, um, but it's not what it was. And you got to get out of there before the sun goes down because people are down there getting shot, stabbed, and raped. Right. Not a big fan of any of those things. No, nah, I don't need that. I'm too so, old for that. But I will go to Kung Fu Saloon and have their egg rolls. Oh, they've they have got, egg rolls. Yeah, it's a bar, and I didn't even know they had food for the longest time. And then I mentioned to the girlfriend in front of the bartender, I was like, I'm hungry. We're going to have to go get some food. And the dude was like, we got food. I'm like, really? <laughs> Where? <laughs> nobody was eating any food, right? <laughs> but yeah, uh, tried the uh, hamburger egg rolls. And they were incredible. So that's that's my go-to for Seventh Street now. Nice. It used to be the uh, Mediterranean place, Terra. Remember oh, that? Right. Yeah. Damn, that was good. Yeah. That was one of the first casualties of like the OGs. Yeah. Because you know? they they were there. They were good. Since and they, 09. Were, they were classic. Yeah. Oh, it was wonderful. And they had like an eleven dollar all you could eat lunch thing. Can't beat that. And I think that's what got their ass kicked out of Seventh, right? Because they couldn't afford rent. Like people came for that eleven dollar buffet. Right. And. Uh, that wasn't covering the bills for them, probably. Yeah, I'm sure they went, that went crazy. And I think they've moved somewhere else, but I, I don't know where. So, anyway, we talked about food a lot. I, um, I eat a lot of food. <laughs> I love food. <laughs> Food's my favorite. Especially <laughs> I was food today. Especially when I go like on a, a hiatus from alcohol, because I do that every once in a while. I just start eating groceries like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> can't have booze, but I can eat as much as I want. See, I used to have eight drinks, so I can have eight dinners. <laughs> yeah. It's almost about the same if you're buying beers down on 7th, you know, right? $10 Right, same price. Beer. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny how I bitch about paying 11 bucks for some food, but then I'll drop 12 bucks on a drink over and over right. all night long. Yeah. Oh, I can't afford that. Ah, beer. <laughs> totally different story. Comanche, Cam- Comancheria. Did I say it right? Comancheria. Comancheria. Okay. So we got a Cenotar slash Comanche, and he is overseeing the buffalo herd, is what I, I took from this. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. He's uh, <laughs> this, this he's one the looks mystical like- fear of all the white men encroaching Comancheria. He was, like, he was one with his horse, and he would show up and ruin your day, but you were ruining his whole life, so it, it was fair. This looks like it took a lot of time. There's a, a, a ton of detail here. Is this one that kind of 
maybe put you over the edge on a timetable? Uh, I don't. I, I don't remember. I think it, it looks like it might have. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of an older piece too. So, oh yeah, even the date on there is 2016. Oh yeah, I see it. <clears throat> so it's been a while since I've seen this guy. But yeah, I have a lot of like I don't know local interest, and it's just funny the lack. I, well, I do love our local history, but also the lack of our local history. Like, where I live, no one ever lived there before me. Like, on the plot of Earth. Yeah. Unless a wandering tribe of Wichita or Comanches camp for the night. Like, no one Are ever Are you talking about did. North Richland Hills? In North Richland Hills, yeah. So there's no history there? Nothing. No, it was just land and then... Yeah, it was land. And then mm. my grandpa was the first person to build a house there. And he left it to me. And it's there's just nothing ever happened. Like you see those That's signs, like cool. here in you know 1750, nothing happened. Yeah, like it, nothing ever happened in my yard ever. When I was at Rebecca Lowe's shop earlier, she had a doormat, and it just said, "You are here." That was it. That's all it said. It's like that's very accurate. I was trying to find a doormat that just said "Nope, real big." <laughs> yeah, that's I'm still a- on the hunt for that. That, that, that I would I would need you to save the link because I would <laughs> yeah. want one too. Point out one of these that's got a a cool story behind it. Um, here's a fan favorite of mine right here. Oh, do you, you know who lands? A, a really horrible story about this one. Okay, here we go. All right, so this one is labeled "No Who Mans," and it looks like Lady and the Tramp. Is it what? it's from All Dogs Go to oh, Heaven. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I meant. I'm sorry. So many dog movies keeps up. Only dogs go to heaven. Yeah, so uh, my my dog, my German Shepherd, had passed and, and inspired this picture, and uh, the so that's the what main was your dog German's name? Scampy. Scampy. I I think the kids. I don't even remember. I don't know who named her. It's a dumb name, but it, I love it. <laughs> it worked for years. And I years. already love Scampy. But then that's her buddy Jake next to her, and then I threw in some random fun dogs from my childhood. You got the Mad Max dog and the Taco Bell dog and old Spuds McKenzie over here partying. <laughs> They're having, they are having a party. Look at that. He's three beers in. And so I usually, uh, I, I like to do a lot of research when I'm, when I'm making these pieces. That's just part of the fun for me. But uh, this one, for some reason, I stumbled upon doing some research after I'd already made it. Uh-huh. And I found out, so the picture I have is just exactly the movie poster, but I've replaced the main girl from the movie with a dog. And so my, my, the, the movie's called All Dogs Go to Heaven, and mine's called Only Dogs Go to Heaven. That's, that's the joke there. But then I found out after the fact that the little girl... I knew this. Do you know this story? Yeah, I knew where we were going as soon as you no, brought but, up okay, the girl. Okay, nobody needs to know this No, story. they do need to know because not a lot of people probably know this. This poor girl who so the, just made this fantastic film. I think she's nine. She was the one that did the voice acting. Did the voice for yeah. the main character. Uh, her father, a uh, failed Hollywood actor, uh, I guess got jealous and murdered her and her mother in their apartment and set their bodies on fire. And... Not knowing that, I erased her from the picture. So I have a little—I have a little guilt about this one. Well, you can always redo it. I mean, this one's great. This it, one is wonderful. Ignorance. And you know what? It was about Scampy. It wasn't about exactly. Her, I, so. I, didn't, I didn't know all that. Yeah, I'll, I'll put an addendum on it. Only dogs go to heaven, plus that one little girl. <laughs> yeah, man. I uh, just recently heard that not too long ago, and uh, yeah, the world's full of monsters. It's a horrifying place. And uh, it, 
I'm glad I didn't know about that when I was a kid because it's just <laughs> awful. Yeah. And it was like right after. It was right after they yeah. completed the movie. Uh, before it's it was like, even released. Why can't released. I be a movie star? Even before it was released, I think uh, she was murdered with her mom. Just absolutely terrible. So anyway, hope y'all enjoyed that story, folks. Sorry. <laughs> it only gets better from here. Oh, man, there's Big Tex, and he's holding fire. Big Tex. Oh, which is uh, ironic of- <laughs> because he was engulfed in fire. I forgot there's no good stories here. <laughs> it's all tragedy. St. Tex. Yeah, we lost Big Artist Tex. Pain. What, what year was that? I remember sitting in a bar, and everybody was holding up beers. Big Tex. You know, here's the Big Tex. That's got to be, I have no idea. 2013, years ago now? Yeah. 12, 13, something like that. But that yeah, right. Big Tex is the um, mascot for the Texas State Fair, and he's always got on a pair of Wranglers. Is that it? Yeah, he's always got and, his... And these his are real pants. I mean, yeah, the folks at Wrangler made it... sew them up. They're huge. I mean, I don't know how tall Big Tex is, but the pants go up halfway. <laughs> I, and they're not flame retardant. No. Maybe now. Maybe yeah, they are now. I don't some know. Some of them baby Wrangler flame retardant But one year, on. there was some kind of electrical issue, and Big Tex went up in a blaze. You can find these images on the internet, I'm sure. There's a conspiracy theory about that. Let's hear it. The people that uh, had to work Big Tex and operate Big Tex have been pushing for a long time, because he was a, he's like 50-something years old. Yeah. It's all the shit. He's you know, just none of, waiting none of the mechanics to fall apart. Works, right? yeah. Yeah, so they're like, we got to upgrade this thing, and nobody wants to spend the money on it. So they set him on fire. Well, and then they got a brand new Big Tex. Is it all brand new? I think so. Yeah, had to be. Because I, mean, I mean, that thing was incinerated. <laughs> it was insane. Uh, but yeah, it's like his mouth would move, and he'd say things like "Howdy, y'all! Howdy Welcome to the y'all. State Fair." These are incredible, man. So, when did you start doing these prints? Did you, you told me earlier? I think uh, I actually started in two thousand six. Uh, that's when I took the class and like learned what this even was and started making some of these but it was very casual and then it was not till about 2013 that i kind of started doing it full time i uh i I love the the comedy side of some of these like this one's hilarious it's titled old yeller and it's uh the kid from uh pokemon pokemon ash holding a Holding a 12-gauge, and he's got his hand on little Pikachu like <laughs> with a distressed look, and you can tell it's coming, right? You know what's going to happen here. And I guess in the background, there's the rabid animal that must have bit Pikachu. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the whole Old Yeller story updated for, for modern kids, because <laughs> I feel like it kind of lost its punch. Yeah. But you stick Pikachu in there, and uh, shit just got real again. Man, I, I, for a long time, thought nothing could be sadder than Old Yeller, like that, yeah. that movie. Oh, man. Grew up watching that, and then I saw Marley and me, and uh, <laughs> as a grown man not being able to keep my shit together, I've got to say Marley and me is probably the winner now. That's tough. Uh, you got, is that John Wayne with a lightsaber? Yes. <laughs> Space Cowboy. Uh, a friend of mine, he's an ex-Fort Worthian that lives in Ohio now. He just, like, messaged me one day. He's like, may the force be with y'all. You can have that. <laughs> I was like, what the, what the hell? And I was like, all right, I'm going to give John Wayne a lightsaber. Oh, dude. this say, may the force be with y'all. So I, what I'm doing right now is I'm actually picking out which ones I'm going to buy and put on the wall here. <laughs> Hank Hill is definitely going on the wall at the new studio. Got Hank Hill... Rolling on a propane tank. Let's click <laughs> on this you one, dude. This is awesome. Oh, <laughs> I love I love Hank Hill's discomfort noises. He'll tell you what. Damn it, Bobby! Propane accessories. 
What what is he sitting on top of underneath the propane tank? Uh oh, that's just a kind of a really simple city sprawl. Oh okay. And there's the Arlene just to take water up tower. Space. Is Arlene, Texas, a real place? So I heard that it's based on Garland, okay. which is where I think Mike Judge grew up. Okay. And so it's, it's kind of like he just got rid of the G and the D and then kind of played with it. But it's uh, yeah. supposed to be Garland, I believe. Dang it, Bobby. <laughs> Love it, man. That's awesome. I don't know how I never named one of my kids Bobby. Just, like, <laughs> yell that just so you could say that. There's a sultry uh, Bugs Bunny putting on some lipstick with his pink bra. Oh, yeah. I mean, we Fuds. all had the hots for cross-dressing Bugs Bunny back in the day. Of course we did. Jesus. We didn't have the internet. Right. <laughs> we had to use our we had to a sexy lady. <laughs> Bugs in a bra. Captain Solo. Now, this Screamboat Willie looks frighteningly familiar. This is a, a reimagining of a Disney cartoon. Yeah, the old the old steamboat Willie. Was this like your profile picture for a while? Because I've seen this. Uh I don't think so, but I I don't know. That is really cool. Scream Boat Willie. Dang dude, the detail. Yeah, so I, I was wondering if anybody well, because of my particular black and white kind of old timey folky style, I thought Steamboat Willie would be a good subject. Yeah. And then I wanted to mishmash it with rat fink and so i hunted all over google to see if anybody had ever done this and for some reason nobody had ever turned the steamboat into a rat rod and it's high time it had to happen the universe requires it eat trash be free squad goals there's johnny cash classic yeah, some of these have no jokes attached, just an homage to country music. Oh, here's one with a story. So Joe Savage just sent me an entire article on the uh, the Goat Man. Oh, nice. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you know this. Matthew Broyles has his uh, song that's kind of a tribute to the Goat Man. Yeah. Greer Island, there it is. Yep, 1969. That's, uh, that's okay. <laughs> and he's got the tire in his hand. So there was a, a story in... Um, Goatman got his start uh, from a, a teenage girl, I guess, that made a police report. And, of course, the cops aren't going to believe this story, but they were actually, they, they went out to look for the Goatman because she was so convincing. Yeah. And she had a gash in her car that was like four inches right. long or something like that. So the cops actually went out and looked for Goatman. It she was said, serious business. <laughs> yeah. she, she said that this thing had jumped down on her car. And uh, was terrorizing them, and they were able to start it and get out of there just in time, right? <laughs> so did I? Did I nail it? Is that yeah, pretty much no, the story? Yeah, it just it amazes me. Like he was he was in the news so often in the late '60s. Like he yeah. was constantly in the newspaper, and uh, there are people going out there with their cars and trying yeah, to find this dude they, with shotguns. That was a thing to do Friday night. Get you a sixer <laughs> and a thirty odd, and we're gonna find Goatman again before the internet. You know? Yeah, yeah. There wasn't there nothing wasn't that else much to, to do. do. Yeah. We're going to go out to Greer Island. And there's there's one movie at the drive-in. You already saw it. Yeah. yeah man, you know, I, I keep commenting on the detail from some of the other ones, but this one takes the metal, dude. This this looks like this <laughs> took forever. Yes, and, and it's funny because sometimes it's it's such, I don't know, I drive myself crazy because it's, it's almost unnecessary background. Like, it's necessary, but it's not really there for anything other than to hold up the 
actual subject of the piece and I'll spend hours doing uh, like leaves and like who gives a shit about leaves they just have to be no, there so I have to do them makes perfect sense what's down here by the rocks I see those uh, uh, a couple beer cans okay. maybe Pabst Blue know, Ribbon maybe probably look at that barrel like Lone Stars PBRs <laughs> the pull tabs old school Mikey likes got the Ninja Turtles in there. So I noticed uh, you had you had old Ken Scott I was on about here. About to say, yeah, yeah he so was at the uh, Amplified oh, that's right. Seven thing. Yeah, I made him a special one off of this because I'm such oh, really? a turtle fiend. So that that one that I have on online is uh-huh. Michelangelo, okay. but I made him a raft version. Nice. Did you just change the color of the bandana? Yeah, it was as yeah. easy as that. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, for the listeners that don't know yet, we uh, we have a, a local legend living amongst us here in Fort Worth. Uh, Ken Scott was the original Ninja Turtle. He was the guy in the suit. If you remember the 1990s uh, live-action Ninja Turtles, that was an animatronic suit. There was a guy in the suit. It was Ken Scott. And then you had a guy that had to work the controls because it had i don't know how many motors and gizmos inside of it so there's a guy doing that and then there's another guy uh that that does the voice and then there's a fourth guy in a different suit that does the is different for some reason (laughs) well ken does the kung fu yeah and then there there's there's even another guy that has to tell ken what to do in the suit right yeah, they, and then you have you the, can't see shit apparently. The sixth guy is just the turtle fluffer. <laughs> you gotta have that. Uh, did he make the credits? I don't know if he was in the credits. Oh, little Tex! Oh my god, <laughs> that I've that seen was this one. one. This is hilarious. So little Tex is uh, big Tex as a child with building blocks behind him that, uh, if arranged correctly, would spell burn. And he's got a little little match going there playing with matches it's adorable. know what's gonna happen uh, yeah i have a lot of fun just messing with big techs on fire because it's mm-hmm. the funniest thing that may have ever happened yeah but you know for for us locals it's uh you know it's still a tragic it's a it's, yeah. the, the wound hasn't totally healed yet here's the one that's on the billboard or at least a version of it is this the the full design uh, that went up on the billboard the billboard is slightly different it's uh, a little it's, bigger isn't it it's it's billboard size <laughs> well i mean i i, I, I feel yeah, like i remember more being inside the picture yeah, it's more of a, a landscape uh style it's it's uh horizontal instead of vertical so i i i remade this one for myself uh but i made the billboard specifically to fit a billboard right. which is not usually my size that i would use right different format entirely and so this one unlike the billboard has a little native american guy on it okay so the, the billboard didn't get that one was, huh? uh, the city council wasn't sure about the native american <laughs> like, well jack we love what you're doing here but we were wondering if uh we got rid of him once let's uh oh my god oh, no. like so okay this one's titled roof or titled roof uh it says rufus snow discovers the north richland hills now is there some real history behind that uh, well, so, I mean, roof snow. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with the street? Yeah. Okay. Because there's amazing. always a traffic jam right yeah. there, and that's why I remember it. It's roof snow's ghost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> holding shit up. <laughs> but, yeah, so he was he was a real guy, real good guy. He was involved with the school board and everything back in the early 1900s. Okay. I don't actually yeah. do. I, I forgot like all that. the history. Yeah. I swear to God, I <laughs> researched it. But yeah. It's in yeah, your brain uh, box. 
and he has a he has a street named after him and he would his street was named in his lifetime in his very old age and he would walk up and down his street are you serious yeah just just adorably in his overalls like this is my street that's a little ridiculous Got my name on it seems a little uh <laughs> patting yourself on the back there mr snow well cool man um yeah there's a shit ton of this i don't know if we're well, we're on page two. We might make it through everything you got here. You don't have. Keep coming. Do you have all your art on uh, your Etsy account? More or less, yeah. Uh, all the available, not not everything, but things. Everything that's available now is pretty much on the on the site. Very cool. Well, I'd invite you out to this event that we're having on September the 10th, but you are going to be busy. Well, I'm busy till four. Okay, so well, I we'll still be there for a couple over. hours. After that. Oh, I like Starman. That's uh, David Bowie there, isn't it? Yeah, that was a very emotional piece, actually. Really? It was Monday. I, I remember this whole day. It was Monday morning, and they announced that David Bowie had died. Mm. And I'm not even a massive David Bowie fan. Yeah. But I was like, oh, weird. David Bowie died. And he had released those two videos from his new album, and one of them is like him in a hospital dying. Damn. Which... I thought was fucking crazy. And then I found out that he had had cancer for mm. years and just not mentioned it and like yeah. super stoically created an incredible album. And so I just, all of that blew my mind. And I listened to his new album probably 30 times in a row while working yeah. on this piece and just being the most impressed with anyone I've ever been. Yeah. I'm going to have to check that out. Um, he an incredible actor and a, an incredible musician, and uh, he had a pretty powerful life. Yeah, he was. I don't think he, he left anything on the table. He was amazing. He's a star man. When I say incredible actor, I I was thinking about some of the roles he's done, and now I'm like, well, he he was a lot of fun. It's <laughs> <laughs> just always nice to see David. Bell. Yeah, like the labyrinth. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking about the labyrinth. I'm like, I don't know that he was actually that good, but a little, he, <laughs> a little, a little heavy on the dick pouch. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, my God. This is this is for kids, right? Can we do something with this? Did he do all the work with the, the, the globes, the, the big glass balls? Do you think he has those kind of skills, or was that all probably somebody else's hand? He's, he's definitely a wizard. He's yeah. got two different colored eyes. <laughs> well, dang, man. I appreciate you being on the show, and uh, people got to go check out your Etsy. It's uh, get, give, give it to him one more time, because it's not showing up on the screen right now. Oh, uh, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash jacked off folk art or i think if you literally google jacked off folk art it'll be one of the first options perfect and uh anytime you got a show coming up let me know um i'm gonna start trying to get fort worth roots out uh to, to more events we've done two so well we've done we've done three outings we've done two shows we did psychedelic panther with joe yeah. guzman and that whole thing man that was awesome yeah. we're already getting ready for the next one so awesome yeah, you weren't... I didn't get to make it out. I think I was okay. out of town or had art shows or yeah. something, but uh, well, if it you can make it to this incredible. One, yeah. Quite an undertaking. You would definitely fit uh, with your art out there at Psychedelic Panther. I don't have any say in it, but I know a guy. I could <laughs> right. maybe... You can vouch yeah, for me. Maybe I could, yeah. Um, but, uh, and then we did the River Oak Spring Fest car show, and you should come out to that, too, because last year, uh, or last April... Uh, was an incredible turnout and since that one was good this one's definitely going to be better oh nice yeah so um might try to get you out there with us we're going to try to be there too um 
I, I just I have this fear that Psychedelic Panther and that damn car show are going to end up on the same weekend. That's how it always happens. I hope that doesn't happen. Uh, you'll have you'll have three weekends with not a single thing to yeah. do, and then on the fourth weekend, there's eight different things you want to go yeah. to. Yeah. Well, I, I know both people that put those events on, so maybe I can. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. let's uh, put it, it put in their ear. Uh, very simply, I will just have to be in two places at at the same time. I'll have to make it work because I can't miss it. either one of those. <laughs> gotta do it. But yeah, let me know next time you got a show going, and uh, you know, maybe I can't set up a table next to you, but uh, I could at least tell the Fort Worth Roots listeners about it. Sounds good. Make sure they get a chance to come out and look at your new art. How often do you make a new print? Um, I try to do at least one a month, but I get sidetracked on so many other things, mm-hmm. or or doing art for other people, or I got two kids, so kids yeah. stuff, or going to Mexico City and eating tacos for eight days. Yeah. Uh, but I have I have one in the works right now I'm really okay. excited about. I just uh, I had to put it on pause because I got <laughs> other stuff. Right. Some commission stuff. Pe- people jumping the line. Some yeah. people paying you. Yeah. You know? yeah. Personal yeah. stuff has to go on the, the back burner. the VIP treatment. <laughs> <laughs> My dumb idea goes to the back. Dang. That makes me want to commission a piece. If we wanted to commission a piece, how much how much do we have to spend on that? So much money. It's okay. All right. Not worth it. Definitely not worth it. Okay. It's not that much. <laughs> so if you would like a commission piece by Mr. Jack Dahl, leave him alone. Check He's him busy. Out. He's got too much going on. Never mind. Forget I said that. All right, brother. Well, thank you again. And um, anytime you want to come on Fort Worth Roots to talk about an event that's coming up or a, a new sad story about one of your art pieces just let me know <laughs> there's it's always gonna be a sad story you know <laughs> i do i hit you with a joke and i make you cry yeah uh that's a nice one two combo there you go all right, all right. fort worth roots thank y'all for listening and we will see you next week bye, bye. guys A huge thank you to our new friend, Jack Dog. Go check out his artwork. First chance you get. Like I said, if you don't buy anything, that's that's something else. But uh, you're at least going to want to go check this out and, and be entertained because it's some of it's hilarious. Some of it's uh, a little sad. And now that you got the story behind a few of them, but incredible stuff. And uh, you can also check it out on the YouTube channel, like I said at the beginning. Uh, just go to YouTube, type in Fort Worth Roots. It'll pull it right up. It's this week's episode. Cool stuff. Jack, again, thank you very much, man. And uh, I'm going to have to get get with you on uh, a few pieces here that need to go inside the studio. Uh, that's got to happen. So, uh, What else? All right. Let's talk about these sponsors. Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. Guys, gals, if you haven't heard me rave about these folks already, whenever I set out to get sponsors, I wanted the best in every industry. Roofing Solutions is being recognized uh, by organizations all the time, getting awards left and right. And it's uh, because he's the best in the industry. And that's the kind of person that we want to do, um, you know, sponsorship with. So Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck. You can find him at roofingsolutionshouk.com. And uh, we'll also have his phone number and everything else in the show notes. Um, they are doing a roof tune-up, and this is something that you need to do periodically, once a year preferably. Uh, what they do is they come out, they check your roof for any kind of damage, they will seal up pipes and vents and anything else that's sticking out of your roof to make sure that there's a seal around the openings that uh, occur between the shingles and, you know, the stuff, the stuff that pokes through the roof. You're going to want to check that out. 
RoofingSolutionsHauk.com. And thank you very much to Darren and Tanya for sponsoring the show. Um, and you guys get 50% off, 50% off these roofing tune-ups. You just have to mention Fort Worth Roots, and they'll say, okay, awesome, here's 50% off. So get this taken care of. We had a friend, <clears throat> excuse me, I have a friend that called me uh, after that first big rainstorm we just had. And uh, he's like, hey, man, what's the number for that roofer? Because uh, we got water coming through our ceiling. Now, that's the kind of thing that happens if you don't stay on top of this periodic maintenance. Sealing up pipes and vents and things like that, you're going to get water intrusion. And that's uh, going to cost you some money. Whereas with Darren at Roofing Solutions by Darren Houck, you can get this thing nipped in the bud ahead of time. Avoid any kind of costly water damage just by getting some basic maintenance done. And like I said, you're getting 50% off. I believe that comes out to $250 um, right off the bat. So, And if they find anything else more severe up there, they'll let you know. And if you want them to stop the work, uh, at that point they will. They have to go no further uh, without your permission. So uh, nothing to worry about there. But this is a really good idea to protect your most people's most valuable investment. So take a look at that uh, excuse me roofing solutions by darren hauk and that's roofing solutions that'll be in the show notes hauk walker originals find them at haukwalker.com these folks are actually putting together uh quite a few of the personalized items that are going to be given away at the september 10th event this saturday haukwalker.com they've got a laser engraver and this is the kind of stuff they do they customize stuff for people and uh they make wood products and all of it is customizable. It's really cool stuff. And I know personally that before I found Hawk uh, Walker Originals, I'd buy stuff from other companies like online. And uh, nothing wrong with that. But if you can get it cheaper and better and sourced locally right here in Fort Worth, why are, why are we not doing that? Let's do that. Let's support local people. Let's keep Fort Worth dollars in Fort Worth pockets. Uh, WoodPostMetalWorks.com. You can go there and you can get... 10% off anything you purchase from their website. Um, they do light steel fabrication. And they will make sure that you have the best customized product. I've seen them do a lot of signs lately for businesses. But they also do fence repairs, replacements, gates, things like that. Anything you can think of with a plasma cutter. Uh, that's their territory. And they're good at it. They've been doing it for a while. And uh, they've got some incredible products. Um, like wood grills. That's something that, uh, that I've had my eye on for a while. Um, but you can go there and get one of these beautiful custom products and with 10% off just by using code uh, PODCAST817. Yeah, that's right. And uh, get your 10% off just for being a Fort Worth Roots listener. Awesome. Big shout out to our sponsors. Thank y'all for taking care of us. And um, y'all make sure to support your local people. And it's not just about using somebody locally it's about using somebody who knows what they're doing that's important too uh and shout out to our most recent patreon supporter angela walker she is on our patreon uh monthly contributor list every month she makes uh, a contribution to the fort worth roots and uh i'd said a long time ago that i'm i'm going to refrain from trying to get people to uh look into our patreon account i wanted to show you that i'm here for the long haul and that fort worth roots is going to be something that you can count on um but most of the tiers now you can go in there and you can pay for uh the the lowest tier and that just kind of equivalent to 
I'm going to talk about you on the show, give you a nice shout-out, a little pat on the back. Uh, but we do have the, the next tier up, and that one gives you access to our entire uh, unedited library. So, And I believe that's about 95% of all the episodes that we've done on the Fort Worth Roots podcast. There's actually probably 15 minutes to an hour more of material for almost every single one of these episodes. So uh, if you'll go that extra mile and support us on our Patreon account, you can get it by going to our website, fortworthroots.com, and there's an icon, I believe it's at the top right of the page, and it's the one that just looks like nothing. It's a weird logo. Click on it, it'll take you to the Patreon site, and you can also be a contributor. And that's, uh, you know, the more I look for sponsorship, the more I'm realizing that it's going to be the listeners that support the show for the most part. So... (laughs) If you find value in the show, check us out on our Patreon account. Um, there's a $3 option, a $9 option, and then a few other options on there. So any support is very, very appreciated. But just being here, just listening, and just downloading an episode of the Fort Worth Roots podcast is helping us. So thank you for that. And uh, if nothing else, just glad you're listening to the show. And every time you do download one, it shows up on our analytics and makes it easier for us to reach a broader population. So thank you. Our September 10th event is this Saturday. This is the last time you're going to hear me talk about it before we actually pull the trigger. So far, it's looking pretty damn great. We haven't had any cancellations from our bands. Everything's just lining up great. Now, if you're in any kind of uh, high-stress job that production matters, you know, if you're doing anything like that, you know better there you know better than to say something like, "Man, everything's going great." Because uh Everybody's just a little bit superstitious, so I I shouldn't say things like, it's all going great. But I was looking at the weather today, and it looks like we're going to be putting up with 90-degree temperatures. And, you know, uh, when you compare 90-degree temperatures to the triple-digit shit we've been putting up with for the past two months and some change, uh, that doesn't sound that bad. But it is still going to be warm. But the good news is, there's an inside area to pouring glory, uh, about half the size of the outdoor area, and it's air-conditioned. So, if you're hanging out with us all day, which you don't have to do that, you can pop in, check it out, get your grab bag, say hi, maybe uh, stay for the raffle, stay for the picture. It's not really a raffle, it's a good boy. Um, And then take off. But if you're going to stay from 1 to 6, then uh, you're you're worried about getting hot, you can always go inside and uh, cool off a little bit. But it's going to be fun. Here's what's going on. Uh, Late to the station is going to be playing first. Then we've got uh, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations. They'll be up second. And then we have a third band for you called The Gray. And they'll be playing third right before Kate Greathouse, a local comedian who is hilarious, will be taking the stage to entertain you for a set. Uh, Don't know what she's got prepared for us. It's going to be a surprise. But it's going to be great. I've seen her live twice now, and she's always hilarious. Um... The grab bags at the door. I, I would encourage all of you that are going to the event to go on Facebook, go to the Fort Worth Roots Facebook page, and uh, check out the event. I've got it pinned to the top. I'm going to be putting more updates in there. I'm going to be showing you guys what I'm bringing to the event as far as the grab bag stuff. Uh, we have koozies, pins, more pins, stickers, other things, all sorts of stuff. And it's going in these bags. And then those bags that you're going to get you can take those right on over to the vendor market that Angela Walk, excuse me, 
Mickey Wendell with the Artful Village put together for us. And um, you can put stuff in those bags that you want to purchase. You don't have to. This is a free event, but there are going to be people there with their uh, custom handcrafted stuff that you can check out. And uh, maybe get some uh, maybe get some shopping out of the way. Holidays are coming. Yeah, so this is going to be good. Um, what else? $3 beer. There's a $3 beer on tap. And uh, that is, I guess, all day, along with a special food menu. Something else I devised here at the last minute. We're going to do an option for maybe the first 50 people that show up. Uh, we're going to give you an option between a T-shirt or a free beer. So you might not want a t-shirt. You might think a free beer sounds better. Or we might run out of t-shirts. And then we'll still have, you know, 50 free beers to, to give out. One per person, you know. Uh, you got to be 21. Uh, there's probably some other things TABC would know about that I don't. Anyway, I'm not going to give you nothing. They're going to give it to you at the bar, and I'm going to pay for it. So I'm not really involved with that. Just so you know, TABC... FBI, CIA, whoever is listening. I shouldn't say all those bad words. Um, what else? That's it. The giveaways. Um, lots of giveaways. Really cool stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll let you in on the secret. I've been kind of keeping this close to my... Uh, not not telling anybody about this because I didn't know exactly what was going to come out of it. Uh, I just posted something, a little video that I took from Doc's Records, which is located over here just north of 7th Street. Uh, off, I think it's Carroll. Anyway, it's Docs Records and Vintage, I think is the full name of the business. And this place is really cool. I'm glad that we have stuff like this in Fort Worth. It just it feels good walking into a place like that that supports art and music. And you just need to go see this place. Um, but anyway, walked in there, asked them if I could put the, the flyer for the event on the door. They were more than happy to do that. Told them what I was doing. Hey, do you guys want to throw anything in the bag? I got a couple of stickers. Not everybody's going to get one of those. In fact, I think I'm going to put the sticker with one of the handouts. But we've got a, a winter cap, a beanie with Doc Records on it. That's going to be one of the things we're giving away. Um, and I know you're not impressed yet, but wait. Listen to this crazy stuff. I was trying to think of what would be cool. Like, what, what should Fort Worth Roots do as the thing that they give away during the door prize? And... This is probably just a product of my lack of imagination, but I went and I bought you a vinyl record player <laughs> from Tox Records, and it, I don't know. We'll see what else is uh, going to show up last minute, but that might be the grand prize, because it, listen, them things ain't cheap, but anyway, somebody is walking away from that uh, event this Saturday with a brand new record player, so anyway, I don't know if you've been wanting a record player, but there's one more reason to come out. Uh, but there's going to be a lot. So right now, if if just based on what I have been promised and what I have in inventory, I have in my possession about 15 different things that I'm going to give away for door prizes. And then I've got another 10 that are on the way, presumably. And then I've got more coming in from other businesses that wanted to uh, throw something at it. So there's going to be potentially like 30 things that we're going to be able to give away uh, if not more. So everybody should uh, have a pretty fair shake at the whole door prize thing. But you are getting uh, a grab bag. We've got a hundred of those. So I think the moral of the story is show up early. Do that. And we got the event t-shirts. Uh, do not have enough of those for everybody. 
So we are doing the beer thing as an option also, but it's going to be good. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm going to try to give you guys as much cool free stuff as I can, and then uh, we'll gauge how this uh, event went, and the next one's going to be even bigger and even better. But in order for us to do stuff like this, you got to come out. And you're not just uh, supporting Fort Worth Roots. You're supporting the venue, Pouring Glory, and Scott, his wife, their entire team are just the nicest people you'll ever meet. And, you know, hey, goodwill only goes so far. So come for the food. The food is incredible. The venue is very chill, very relaxed, nice outdoor area if you haven't been there. Um, and if you haven't been there, you really haven't missed out. It's kind of tucked off behind all the other bigger stuff on the main street. So a lot of people don't know about it, but uh, it's every bit as cool as all the other awesome things we got going on in that area of town. And it's just a crying shame you haven't seen it yet. But it's going to be fun. We're going to do a uh, live recording with the Funky Panther Boys. That's the uh, number one podcast in North Texas. Um, we're going to have them out there recording with us before everything gets kicked off. So I think we said 1130. Um, we'll see how that works out. But anyway, that's going to be fun. And you're going to get a chance to meet with uh, me, of course, but then 10 other podcast groups uh, that will be coming out there, allegedly. No, I don't, they don't work for me. I don't, you know, they don't owe me anything. So hopefully they do show up. I, I know for a fact that at least eight or nine of them are definitely going to be there. So, and late to the station, if you have not heard Carrie and Paul play, um, they are all over the place. So I'd, out of everybody we got uh, performing with us, out there at this event Saturday, late to the station is the one I'd be surprised if you hadn't seen. If you tell me you haven't seen them play live, it's because you don't go out. They are all over the place. They gig everywhere. They're in uh, Denton. They're in Weatherford. They're all over Fort Worth. And uh, they gig, I think, every single damn day now. Um, easy to catch them. Uh, Itchy Richie and the Burning Sensations is a fantastic group of dudes. A friend of mine that's been on the podcast now, I believe, three times. Is that right? Don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. Um, but just real fun, dude. And happy to play with us. And then the gray. This kid has... I shouldn't call him a kid. This exciting young man is... Uh, he's got a hell of a stage performance. I keep telling him that. And it's true. Uh, I think he's got the kind of energy that's going to put him in a, a national spotlight one day. Very talented on the guitar. Uh, great music. And I'm excited that he's going to be at this event. So come check this out. I am so glad that we're here now and that the planning phase is pretty much over. I'm going to be out there talking to people, passing out flyers, doing all that silly stuff, trying to make sure that this event is excellent for you. But it's over. We're just, you know, it's we're on the runway. We've got the green light. We have the active. We are, we're, the, the air gauge, the airspeed indicators are, are live. We're, we're moving down the runway. We're, we're about to hit, we're about to get lift. I know, I didn't, any pilot listening, any pilot listening to this just threw up in his hat. Anyway, um, we're ready. We're going to do this. And we want you to be there with us. It's uh, 1001 Bryan Avenue, Fort Worth, Texas. This will be in the show notes along with everything else. Podcasters coming out. It's probably you, the Funky Panther, the Jerry Jonestown Massacre, the Failed Podcast, Fort Worth Roots, that's us, Emo Otaku, I'm never going to get that right, Forever Reckless, Funky Town Podcast, Thanks for the Invite Podcast, and Osos Colosos Podcast, and Fort Worth Famous. 
These people have been exceptionally uh, supportive of this event. We tried to do something called the uh, Fort Worth Scavenger Hunt. And I don't know how well that's going. I haven't gotten any feedback yet. Uh, I think we are still waiting on a couple of podcasters to actually put out their episode where they tell you what letter it is that they're going to use for the scavenger hunt. I'm not sure. We'll just have to see how that plays out. But if there are any questions, if you get confused about the scavenger hunt and it looks like uh, just a disorganized mess, hit me up and I will help you piece it together. Media at Fort Worth Roots. Uh, com. And we also, just recently, let me see if I can find this while I'm talking to you, just got a phone number for the Fort Worth Roots podcast, and this thing is going to be placard on all the stuff, but it won't be on any of the marketing material uh, that you'll see at this event, because I just got the thing. Oh, and that reminds me, there is a big reveal at this event, and uh, if you're listening to episode 98 with Chad Funky, um, he... Gave it away, and I had to bleep him out um, because it's a secret. It's going to be a surprise. So uh, anyway, the phone number that's going to be placard on everything is 817-988-1292, and that's the Fort Worth Roots Podcast new phone number. I'm going to try to get the email, not the email, the voicemail fixed here pretty soon this week. This week's going to be crazy. Y'all should check in on me. Send me love, send me messages, send me emails, send me hugs if you see me in person. All right, I probably forgot something. And to you, the person that's losing his mind because I forgot to say something, I am genuinely sorry. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. We got a little bit of rain here at the tail end of it. Cooled everything off. That is nice. And I hope we're all done with rain. All done. And then after September 10th, If it needs to rain, it can rain again, but let's let's just quit. Stop with the rain, okay? All right, thank you. I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. And, uh, hey, you know what? I'm not going to see you next week. (laughs) Roll it back a notch. I'm going to see you Saturday. I'm going to see you, and I'm looking forward to that. I've been waiting to meet you. It's going to be great. And uh, I was talking to Jeffrey Lord today. He's the guy with the the Funky Town podcast. He's going to be filling out autographs. That is cool. That is real cool. See y'all Saturday.